Last week, uh, one of the great ruses was pulled here on uh, Lee for breakfast. Uh, and i got to say, very, very well done. Very well done. Uh, producer Merrill uh, makes contact with uh, the director of an upcoming show at the Toowoomba Repertory Theatre, uh, offers uh, her an opportunity to come in the studio and do an interview about the show and the fact that they're looking for some cast still. Uh, a few of the characters had yet to be cast, uh, so we were to advertise that fact. Uh, I was then handed a script... Uh, and uh, told very sternly uh, to read this and do it bloody well or look out. Uh, uh, there were some threats made. Uh, and uh, anyway, if you if you were listening last Tuesday morning, you probably heard a bit of this. Do you not want to know who has taken it? Well, you want to tell me, and I have no objection to hearing it. It is taken by a young man of fortune from the north of England. Uh, what's his name? Bingley. Is he married or single? Oh, single, my dear. A single man of large fortune. Four or five thousand a year. Oh, what a fine thing for our girls. Oh, when I heard Bingley, I thought it was an advert for a major retailer in Sydney. Uh, but it had nothing to do with Bingley. Uh, apparently, this was an audition for the upcoming uh, show, Pride and Prejudice. Uh, a second audition was held on Sunday... And, well, the ruse worked. Uh, I obviously, I did my job enough uh, that uh, my my children were returned unharmed. Uh, and producer Meryl, <laughs> and, and producer Meryl, you, you got the part. Oh, listening back to that, Lee, I don't know how. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's what it's all about. Oh, That's what for, it's all about. Thank you for lifting me up onto your broad shoulders. Absolutely. I uh, carried you across the line. <laughs> you did. And uh, I won't be opposite you, but I will be sitting in the front row for the first performance in 2022. And that is uh, upcoming for the Toowoomba Repertory Theatre, starring Meryl Street Miller, uh, our Prairie-owned producer. How fantastic. In your uh, first ever show. First ever show. I've never acted. Well, I mean, I act the fool pretty much every day. <laughs> I've never really acted. <laughs> I was going to say, you're doing a pretty good job pretending to be a producer. But anyway, uh, it's 14 past seven. Congratulations in all seriousness. You're going to be amazing. And they're all the better for having you on board. We can't wait to see you there on the uh, opening night. I'll be throwing the bouquet. So, uh, well not done. Your knickers, but no, yeah, no, 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 no. That's right. I saved that for the Tom Jones show. Well, what a fantastic addition this is going to be to the Triple M Darling Downs family. Uh, coming up after I finish each day at 9 o'clock, you're going to hear one of the most respected and well-known talkback announcers in the country. And we are thrilled to bits to say that Steve Price will be joining us as of Monday morning here on Triple M Darling Downs. And he joins me for breakfast this morning. Good morning to you, Steve. Great to be with you, Lee. I can't wait to talk to the great folk of the Darling Downs, the town of Toowoomba. Just wonderful people, and I can't think of a better place to have a national conversation given what we're all going through, mate. I mean, it's just been dreadful for everybody, particularly for parts of regional Australia. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. We probably haven't suffered quite as badly as you, capital cities and what we're seeing at the moment in Sydney and obviously what we've seen previously in Melbourne. Uh, but, of course, the on-flow effect is there for all of us. So uh, you're able to bring us all together, as you say, under that national conversation. And that must be one of the great parts of doing a show like the one that you're doing for us uh, come Monday. 
Yeah, we've been on the, the listener app uh, since oh, for about two months, I suppose, from 7 until 9, and then we're going to draw it, join Triple M every day at 9 o'clock. And I don't think there's been a more important time, certainly in my broadcasting career and newspaper career, there's never been a, a more important time to have a national conversation. I mean, yes, we're a huge country, and yes, there's different issues in every part of Australia, no matter where you are, whether you're in Queensland or New South Wales, Victoria, wherever. But with this COVID outbreak, we all have to come together. I mean, we all have to get vaccinated. Uh, we all have to support the government to get that vaccination rollout going as well as it possibly can. And we have to try and beat this dreadful disease because otherwise we're going to remain shut down. So the advantage we have is we're on air when these decisions are all taken. And these decisions are often taken, you know, 8, 9, 10 in the morning. You find out the latest numbers from Queensland, find out the latest numbers from the other states, and you find out what's going to happen in Canberra for that day so we can bring it to you as it happens. One of the things I hope for, of course, is the great Triple M audience to get on the line and speak to us. We've got a, a special open line number, which is 1-300-23-9999. And I, I think... The big advantage of talking to so such a variety of Australians from capital cities to all the regions is you find out exactly what's happening right across the country as opposed to just what happens in the cap cities. Yeah, and it's one of the big uh, bugbears in this part of the world that uh, a lot of times politicians and others feel that uh, Queensland stops uh, just uh, west of Brisbane. And, of course, there's a lot going on in places like the Darling Downs and here in Toowoomba. Uh, we've grown up in a, in a very big way and uh, looking forward to being able to have that conversation with you. I've spoken to quite a few people, business people out there and listeners who just can't wait to have that opportunity to get that information out uh, of what we're doing here but also hear what other people in other parts of the country are doing and that's what you'll be able to provide for us and uh, I think it's an exciting opportunity. I just can't believe you know we can have this debate maybe in a couple of weeks time but I still can't believe uh, that the Morrison government has ignored the fact that one of these remote facilities for quarantine ought to be built at that Toowoomba airport that the Wagners run. Absolutely. I mean, that's just crazy to me that you wouldn't do that. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a runway that can take big planes. The Wagners will put all that money in there. Yep. It's a f tremendous facility. And it would seem to me, I mean, if Howard Springs works, why wouldn't why wouldn't Toowoomba work as, as, a, as a place to bring... I mean, the people at Toowoomba, you know, may have mixed views on whether they want people coming in with that, that, those sort of uh, COVID risks, but it would seem to me to be a perfect place to put it. And when you hear the Prime Minister say something along the lines of, well, we don't just put them out in the desert, I think it gives you a very good indication as to why uh, it hasn't happened and why there's a bit of frustration and anger in this part of the world. And we're not always able to be able to convey that to other parts of the world. And that is what I'm telling you you'll be able to do with uh, Steve Price. And I think from the sounds of what you've just heard there, I think we're all going to be very, very good friends here on Triple M each weekday. Uh, jot the number down, one 300 you're going to be wanting to get on and talk to Steve Price and we can't wait to hear you as part of our family and uh, thank you so much for your time this morning and all the best for the first show on Monday. Can't wait Lee, I look forward to uh Mopping up all the great work that you do every day. I can't wait for Monday to come. <laughs> well, plenty to talk about in sport as always. The place to go every weeknight here on 864 Triple M is the Rush Hour. And Dobbo is the man behind that. He joins us for breakfast this morning. Uh, once again, mate, rugby league shrouded in controversy over another breach of COVID restrictions. This time from a bloke who's already been there. 
Yeah, it's an interesting one. Morning, Lee. Um, morning, Toowoomba. Um, Paul Vaughan um, has sinned. But, I mean, let's let's think about this. I, I, I understand that everybody's in lockdown. These, these guys, it's wrong, yes. Were they having a party at their own place? Yes, but they were all together. They're all in the bubble together. I, I don't want to say that it's wrong. Uh, it's not wrong what they've done. They're going to be fined heavy. They're obviously going to be in some sort of trouble. But in the scheme of what rugby league players have done and in the past have done, how bad is it really? Yeah. Yes, they've breached a COVID bubble. No way. I breached a COVID bubble. Um, I had I had six members over instead of two on, on Friday night. The band was lifted before everybody turned up. And that's not being rude. I just think that these guys are young athletes. Yeah, look, they're stupid. I, I don't know the rest of the rugby league, um, and they've put the game in jeopardy. That's yes. the one thing I'd say. Let's just fine them. Let's not go too hard. Fine them. They've done the wrong thing. Maybe give them, you know, a few of them suspensions, like Paul Vaughan needs to be suspended because it's his second. Yeah. He's showing no regard for it. But let's just enjoy the rugby league. I think we've got bigger worries, and the fact is there's so many blowouts in the game at the moment. Well. That, you know, it, it just seems to be one of these things where there is so many points being scored. Um, and Wayne Bennett, look, I spoke to Wayne Bennett last night. He had a massive spray at, at, at um, journalists yesterday after the game because somebody said it's the players. And I rang Wayne and I said, what are you upset about? And he just went on a, a tirade. And he said, look, it's not like anybody else is different. Everybody gets the same amount of money every single year, the yep. salary cap. He said... The clubs that are going well, there's four clubs that are going well, um, and like from a perspective, and the rest of them are a joke. So he just said, that's the big thing. He said, we've got such a drama that he said he believes that they're being poorly managed and that it's not the players' fault, it's the clubs because they've been poorly managed. And he said, there's no depth. Yeah, and that is a big problem. Uh, at least the Broncos have finally got something to cheer about. Ben Eichen turns up, uh, and all of a sudden the club's on a winning way. Yeah, they certainly are. And how good were the Broncos oh. yesterday? They played gutsy, they played tough, they played like they wanted to be there, and that's all that matters, isn't it? Like, oh. Just looked like that they wanted to be a part of it. They were really good. Katoni Staggs makes a huge difference to this side, a massive difference. I've just got to say, I called that game for Triple M, and... Payne Huss is the greatest footballer of Brisbane. You pay him what he wants. So, I mean, he runs 180 metres, made 35 tackles, put a try assist, four offloads. He was phenomenal yesterday. And, look, Brisbane can build with that kind of performance. They've just got to put some better players around them, hopefully not, be, uh, not get the injuries that they've had in the past, and hopefully they can get there. All right. Well, we hope that they can continue that for their fans. It's been a, a long year and uh, there's a few teams that are going to continue to suffer with these blowouts, I think, before things turn around and get better. Uh, we'll be looking forward to, uh, to the next State of Origin too. We've seen yeah. uh, a couple of new bloods coming in for the New South Wales team. Mitchell Moses finally making his debut. And as a Parramatta man, as you know, I'm well oh. chuffed about that. Yeah, you'd like that. Um, Queensland are doing the same yep. um, with the hammer coming from the Cowboys, obviously. Yes. That's a big result, and Flegler's into the as 18th man into the squad. You've also you've also got AJ Brimson back, Caelan Ponger at fullback, uh, Val Holmes and Xavier Coates stay on the wings, um, and, and for for Capewell to move to the edge um, and out of the centres, which keeps him involved in it. it look, it's a better competition this Queensland side. So I'm looking forward to seeing what New South Wales can do, and they've got Appleside Torosau 
uh, as their 14. So, look, it's going to be good. It's not, it is a dead rubber, but Queensland need to step up here. None of us know where it's going to be played. So, fingers crossed, we get that found out today as well. And they just don't find poor old St George Dragons and suspend all the players because they had a great one-point win over New Zealand the other day. Yeah. I, just hope, I just hope that they can um, continue on their merry way. And I'm not a Dragon supporter. They just need to wake up themselves a bit. Absolutely. All right, well, for the latest on all of those things that we've spoken about and plenty more, make sure you join Dobbo each weeknight here on 864 Triple M from 6 o'clock, the rush hour. Mate, thank you again for your time as always. See you later, Lee. Bye, mate. Always plenty happening at the beautiful Empire Theatre, celebrating, I think, it's a, is it 110 years this year, Emily Nichols? Yes, we had our 110th birthday last oh, week. How fantastic. I've loved it, being bathed in the uh, the purple over the air as I look across early uh, in the morning. It's uh, been a yes. beautiful sight. Has She's that been gotten a- even prettier the last few weeks with the last stage of the refurbishments with oh. some outside lighting. Beautiful. Was the purple significant to a, anything particular? No, that was just uh, there. Still, I was told as well after I posted that photo. It's not quite finished yet. We'll be able to light up an array of colours. But wow. they were testing that one as I was leaving, and with the sun setting, it just looked so oh. beautiful. I thought, there's our birthday photo. Well, it has looked amazing every uh, morning before the sun comes up too. So looks fantastic. Can't wait for that. Unfortunately, a couple of postponements to talk about. Yes, so we had Hotel California due to perform this Wednesday night, I think. So they're now postponed to Wednesday, the 15th of September. And also in the next few weeks, we had Ziggy Alberts coming, which we were super excited about. Mm. But some of his team are in New South Wales, so Ah. they couldn't guarantee they were going to get here. So they're now postponed to Thursday, the 2nd of September. So if you had tickets to those shows, we have emailed everyone and you have two weeks to get a refund if those new dates don't suit you. Otherwise, your tickets are valid for the new dates. All right. Now, the Toowoomba Coral Society Youth Choir got a production coming up on Saturday. Yes, so for the next week, we're actually showcasing all our talented children in the region. This weekend is the annual Toowoomba Coral Society Youth Choirs Holiday Production. This year, they're doing a production called Just So. So each year, the group presents something during the June, July school holidays, and the cast is made up of over 100 of their youth choir members who are all school children. All right. Uh, The Junior Impact Ensemble, they've got a show happening as well. Yes, so Junior Impact is in its fourth year. This year they're presenting a piece of an Australian play uh, by a piece of work by Sarah West called The Trolleys. The cast is made up of seven children and they have to audition to be in Impact and then they really contribute to how the whole production comes together. So they're not just acting in what you see in the final performance they've had input into the whole process. Well, it sounds like a great idea, that getting them involved right through the whole process as opposed to just reading some script. I think that's fantastic. Uh, Tell me about the Tap Pack. That's coming up Friday, 16th of July. Yes, so the Tap Pack is a whole lot of fun. They mix slick humour, high energy entertainment and world-class tap dance. It's pure entertainment and it's inspired by the legendary kings of swing, the Rat Pack, but with a modern twist. So they sing, they dance, they joke, and they bring a new invigorating energy to a timeless style. Mm, All right, and Queen fans are going to love the next night uh, on the Saturday. 
Yes, this will be a great night. <laughs> so Queen Bohemian Rhapsody is their 50th anniversary greatest hits. It's a brand new tribute show from well-known Australian Freddie Mercury impersonator Thomas Crane. So he has a band and Thomas is going to bring back to life the visual excitement, sound and stage energy as you would have witnessed at a Queen concert all those years ago. All right, well, that's just part of the light up there. All the details on those postponements as well as uh, the shows coming up uh, at the Empire Theatre's website. Uh, And as always, we will catch up with you in a couple of weeks' time, Emily. That'd be great. Thanks, Lee. You cannot be serious! Yes, I'm serious. And a would-be chef from New Zealand found out the hard way that taking cooking advice from platforms like TikTok is fraught with danger when he set fire to his home while trying to cook a steak in a toaster. Yes, this is one of the many stupid things our kids are being exposed to. And while most take it for the entertainment that it's meant to be, others think... Why not? So our hero slid a couple of rib fillets into the toaster, set it to max time, and then left his house to grab some chips from his local fish and chipper. Unsurprisingly, when he returned home, he found that it had been engulfed in flames, with the blaze badly damaging the property he shared with his partner. Well, she was his partner. But here's the really amazing part of the story. Despite his obvious stupidity, he still received an insurance payout of over $400,000. But our Kiwi mate, who has more front than Myers, was less than impressed with that offer, and according to the New Zealand Insurance Ombudsman, he's now demanding another 200 grand, which he won't be getting. But thank goodness we live in a country that doesn't reward stupid behaviour. Barnaby Joyce has been re-elected as the leader of the Nationals Party. Uh, Well, anyway. And if you need proof that the UK's lockdown has taken its toll, well, this should do it. A couple say they've spent the last week sharing their bed with a friendly dog ghost who sits at their feet and watches television with them. Michael Lee claims it started with footprints moving across the bed and now the ghost likes lying across his legs while his pet cat, Maggie, presumably not a ghost, keeps her distance from the phantom dog. The 47-year-old and his husband, Blake, believe the ghostly presence will cause them no harm, claiming he asked, is anybody there, and was met with a high-pitched howl. He then asked the apparition, are you a dog, and got the same noise. Good enough for me. So what do you call a poltergeist dog? How about ghost mutt? Yeah, what about spooky do? Either way, I think these two should lay off the lockdown cocktails. You cannot be serious! <laughs> <laughs>